Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Chav Zayin, Babakama 27a, pagination is 53, starting from the new parak towards the bottom of the page, Hameniach. <coughs> the Mishnah tells us, Hameniach is Hakad Harabim, a person who places his jug in the public area, Uva Acher Veniskalba, and a different person came and tripped over it, Vishibra, and broke it, Potter. The walker is going to be Potter absolved of the damage that he did to this person's jug. Apparently, the person's jug in Rishasarabim doesn't belong there, and you're Potter if you break it. And if the person who was walking gets damaged from this vessel, the shards, for example, cut him. Balachov is chayev benisko. The owner of the barrel is obligated in damages. He's going to have to pay for whatever damages were done to the person who was walking. Before the Gemara gets into any of the discussions of liability, the Gemara has a different question that it needs to address. In the words of the Gemara, Posach Bekad Vesayim Bechavis. What's going on over here? The Mishnah started off the case by talking about a jug, a person who puts a jug in the public area and someone tripped over it. And then when it goes to the case of, and if he got damaged in it, the second part of the Mishnah, it's describing the liability by Baal Chavis. The owner of the barrel is obligated in paying damages. So it's starting talking about a jug and it's ending up talking about a barrel. Answers the Gemara. First wide line. It's coming to tell you that a jug and a barrel are interchangeable terms. Lamai nafkamina, what difference does it make that they're interchangeable terms? Lamekech memkar regarding commerce. Asks the Gemara, hechi dummy, what's the case that you could really be so bold and say that they're interchangeable terms? If they do not call a jug a barrel and a barrel a jug, they don't interchange those terms. Hello, Karula, they don't call it, and there's no way you could get away in commerce by saying you're going to give a jug for a certain price and ended up giving the barrel a barrel for the jug, expectations, whoever's going to gain. Doesn't make any sense. You can't trade them one for the other. Lotzricha must be to Ruba Karula Lekada Kada Lechavita Chavita. Most people call the jug jug and the barrel barrel. Vikanamida Karula Chavita Kada Lekada Chavita. But there's some people who interchange these terms. Mao Detemai would have thought Zilbosa Ruba follow the majority. The majority call a jug a jug and a barrel a barrel. And if you paid for a jug, you can't expect a barrel. And if you promise a barrel, you can't give a jug. Kamash Malon, if indeed there are people who interchange these terms, a person could in fact claim that all he meant to do 
was the one that's more beneficial to him. Because by financial things, we do not follow the majority. Now, that's a very delicate quote. You have to know when to apply it. We encountered the Ramah in Simon Shin Tzadi Zion that writes that by a suffix didina, if we're not sure how to paskin, you can't just argue ein holchem b'mamon achar harov and be able to follow a minority opinion and try to or a minority assumption and try to grab money from somebody else. It's delicate how you use this, but what the Gemara is saying over here is that if these terms are indeed interchangeable, then you will not be able to obligate the seller to the larger quantity because it's not entirely clear what obligation was indeed created. Now, having addressed the Kad and Chavis issue, the Gemara continues by wondering on the third line, Why doesn't the person who's walking have to pay attention to where he's walking? Why is it that our Mishnah places the liability on the owner of the jug? And the Gemara offers a number of answers among them. The person lined up jugs across the entire public area so that a person can't pass through. If you put one down, so the guy will walk, walk around it, that's fine. But if you line it up with jugs, what's he supposed to do? So he ends up breaking them. Another answer that's given is shanu. Indeed, according to this approach, a person is supposed to pay attention to where he's walking, but if it's dark, then he's absolved of that obligation. He wasn't able to see, and therefore... He's not liable for breaking the jug, and the person who owns the jug and left it there at night is going to be liable for the damages that are done to the person walking. Now the Gemara, as it continues, ends up giving a different answer. It says, People do not pay attention to where they're walking meaning looking down and seeing everything there. And if there's an obstacle there, the person who placed the obstacle there is going to be liable. A person, is, his head is, is looking up. It's not looking down. He's looking around. He's taking in his surroundings. And if there's an obstacle there, you'll be liable. In Simon Tuf Yud Beis, in Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber writes, She'ein darko, She'ein derech b'nei odom le'isponen bedrochim, it is not the way of people to look where they're going, in terms of obstacles that are hidden, so to speak, on the ground, they're not easily noticeable, and if a person bumps into it, he's not liable for breaking it, and if it hurts him, 
the owner will be liable. However, if the person left this jug in a place where he was allowed to leave the jug, then indeed, the person should be paying attention. This is a place where people leave jugs, whatever kind of commerce is going on over here, but it's normal to leave jugs, and he should have been careful. And therefore, he is going to be liable for breaking the other guy's jug, and the person who owned the jug will not be liable for damaging the walker. One more twist over here, though. But if it was dark, or if the person filled the entire area with jugs, then the person who's walking is going to be potter, absolved. If it's dark, he didn't see it. And if the person filled the entire area with jugs, he's going to be so absolved that even if he went and purposely broke his way through in order to gain passage, he would also be potter. The one catch, though, in that case is that if he ends up getting damaged while he was purposely breaking his way through, the owner of the jug will not be liable because at that point, Iu the Azik Anafshe, he is the one who damaged himself. Yeshekoach, thank you for joining.